are now listening to What the Bell with me, Bell. Come along and join me as I bring you on wild turn and twist of adventures from life's lessons, love advice, and just the pursuit of living your best damn life with a little sprinkle of gossip and positivity to sit back, relax, and grab your hot tea because here we go. Let's start the show. Hey guys, hey, it's me, your faves. Well, you're only one on What the Bell, so I guess you guys have no choice, right? <laughs> anyway, guys, I was so tired last week. So much was happening. There was like drama and stuff. I can't share that drama, but it was like drama, all that non-fun stuff. I was missing sleep. I was upset that Brass Tap is called Brass Tap and not Brass Taps with an S because they obviously, according from Jenna, they have more than one tap. So why the hell would you be called Brass Tap and not Brass Taps? It's stupid. I'm very much so for being grammatically correct. Um, <laughs> okay, guys, that was like my little rant, okay, for like right now. Because, I mean, your girl got rants, okay? <sighs> Let's see. Over the weekend, like, it was Jamie's birthday. We celebrated her birthday. Went to Gabriella's. It was hot as fucking tits outside. So, like, way to make me and Jenna sweat. But we love you, so we'll do what we need to do for you. Um, it was a good time. I miss my friends, definitely. Got to spend it also with her husband and her son. It was great. Got to see um, Casey. I haven't seen her in a while. It was good. She was actually my first dance instructor as an adult. Um, so, hey, girl, first time at her husband. Such a blast. But we also went to pinballs after Gabriella's, right? Guys, I have never, and this is going to be shocking to some of y'all because it was shocking to a few of my friends. I never drove a go-kart before i mean i drive my car maxwell like it's a go-kart but i've never driven an actual go-kart on a go-kart track or even just a go-kart not on track and guys i had the time of my life literally they all ate dust my first round the second round i was like in third and the, the third round i was in second but like i mean hey i'm still on top and if you know me i love to win and if you know me even more i will gloat about winning games because we get competitive Great thing our group is not only competitive, but we like to bullshit with each other. So it's like a good vibe and it's not like hostile over competitive type stuff. But guys, some of those people out there like were literally ram your go-karts and yeah, some shit went down and kids got pushed. Um, I say kids, he was probably like in his teens or whatever, but it happens. Also over the weekend, I was able to help um, Claudia do some canvassing about letting people in Hayes County and also in Bexar in San Antonio know about the upcoming vaccination clinics that are going to be around and that they're hosting for um, people 12 and up. So check that out. Go to Poder Con Claudia. <laughs> that was the whitest I could say it, guys. Um, <laughs> but I'll put the link in there for more information to if you're not vaccinated or want to help spread the word, like spread the word. We need to be vaxxed, right? Waxed, vaxxed, hot girl summer. Let's do that shit. Anyway, guys, let's get into it. I know y'all been waiting. Y'all have missed me since I didn't have an episode last week. So let's go ahead and get into the celebrity. Guys, I love me some Riri, okay? I know you don't hear me talk about her a lot, but I love her. And it had always been speculated her and ASAP Rocky were together, but... We actually see them. We get some news from TMZ that they're out and about. What looks like they're shooting a couple's super colorful music video. 
And guys, of course, she looks amazing. All right, guys, I don't know about you, but I'm ready for some new Riri music. Like, let's get on this. Um, but they were seen together Sunday in the Bronx filming, dressed to the nines. Like, did you expect anything less? Okay, let's be real. I'm ready for this shit. For some random UFC news, Conor McGregor, you know, he's like super big, looks kind of like a um, Prince Harry on roids. I mean, that's what I consider it, but whatever, right? So anyway, Conor McGregor just underwent a successful 3.5 hour surgery in LA where doctors inserted a rod in his tibia and his fibula was fixed with plates and screws. Ouch, right? If you're unfamiliar with the sport, McGregor, who suffered a gruesome lower leg injury during his fight with Dustin Poirier in UFC 264, he was transported to Cedars Sinai Hospital in LA when he went underwent sorry <laughs> the procedure. And and, sorry guys, while I was not recording, I was so, so sad because it was the first concert that Bruno Mars has performed in Vegas. So his little residency has opened up. Um, actually, one of my friends on Facebook went and it is actually no cameras whatsoever. So live in the moment and which I would definitely would have done. Um, but guys, these scalpers are real y'all and I could not get in in time. So fingers crossed and patiently not patiently waiting for that new album to drop so I can go ahead and go see Silk Sonic because y'all, it's about to be on and motherfucking popping. Also, if you missed it, Richard Branson, you know, he's the billionaire that's over all the Virgin Empire, really. And if y'all know, I love me the Virgin Hotel. But Richard Branson went to space. Yes, that's right. The first successful Virgin launch happened actually happened this past Sunday guys and I don't know if you saw it or anything like that but pretty pretty crazy to see how space is fixing to become accessible to the very ultra rich right now eventually it'll get to us but you know how that goes right anyway Branson's company launched spaceship Two, dubbed the VSS Unity into suborbital space Sunday morning from aerospace America New Mexico and they streamed it live Everything, thank God, went swimmingly. Everybody was landed safely. Everybody was in the air safely. But it was something that was pretty cool to see, especially now in our day and age, right? So, guys, if you haven't seen it, check it out on the webs. YouTube has it. Twitter was all over it. It was crazy. The next person up for space, I believe, is Jeff Bezos. Um, anyway, guys, <laughs> and that's my celebrity. Okay, guys, so it's no secret that I am not a big drinker. Um, if you're new to the show or if you don't really know me, like personally, guys, I don't drink a lot. Um, if I have a drink, I sip it. I'm literally your babysitter. I'm obviously the cheapest date and cheapest friend to go out with. Like you can pick up my tab and it's like water and a sweet tea. Maybe I'll get crazy and get a Dr. Pepper. I don't know, but it gets wild. So I thought it was important to talk about this, not only because I have a few friends that I know who have cut alcohol out of their lives, like 100%. But I also recently watched the um, Red Table Talks, you know, with Jada, it's available on Facebook. And they did an episode on, are you drinking too much? And I thought, you know, I should talk about this. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm all about having a good time. But I mean, okay, you'll see what I get into this. Okay. Obviously, y'all know I'm like a little health weirdo sometimes. So, hey, I got to worry about you guys too, okay? I care. I care. So, let's do a little brief history about me and drinking. So, Avi, like a lot of people that I know and been friends with, we drank before our time. 
Nobody waited till they were 21 that I know of. And if you did, fucking kudos to you because I, I'll be to know. Um, I drank like anything that was really girly, cheap, fruity, cherry vodka sours, Smirnoffs, literally, like I said, anything fruity. I did feel at the time that it was a bit much like, and I don't even drink. And the reason why is because my family always was like, well, you better not, like they drilled it into my, you better not be drinking. That's horrible. You know, you have all the time in the water to drink when you're older, blah, blah, blah. But of course, all my other friends are doing it. You're a teenager. You're going to do it. I did it. Okay. Like, don't touch the boat. I touched the boat. <laughs> but the reason why I felt like it got too much was because I would see friends get wasted beyond embarrassment. Like, I got secondhand embarrassment because of the amount people were drinking and they were not able to still be cognizant and fucking function like i'm sorry i'm not about to carry anybody out anywhere young or old like no get it together if you're gonna drink drink and hold your own right but so i'm not really a big drinker during rona when it first came out that people that stupid governor hot wheels did one thing that was okay which was allow the use of to go alcohol to be sold. I was drinking with my mother-in-law almost daily. Um, the Taco Cabana margaritas. Like, hey, go get some. It's my lunchtime. About to go, you know, whatever. Or save them for after work, you know. But I was drinking on the daily. That actually ended when I got sick. Um, which ended up leading me into, I found out that I was pregnant. And I was like, whoa, can't be doing that. Which was crazy because I know how some people just continue to drink. But that's a whole different topic. So let's bring it to present day now, like present day, like a couple weeks ago. I recently indulged with a couple of frozen margaritas that I made at three of them. Guys, I was lit. Like I was not trash, but like I could tell I wasn't functioning right. And then I thought about it. I thought about a lot of people that I've been seeing drinking, um, whether it's now, whether it's in the past. And drinking to drink and not know the limits on when to stop, which makes me very much so worry about a lot of people in my life, not only health wise, but just for their safety and well-being in general. While yes, guys, I'm not going to preach to you to not drink. That's not what I'm here to do. But if you want to stop drinking, that's cool with me. I'm here with you in solidarity, you know, but I feel like a lot of people need this conversation in the red table talk. Um, they talked to a doctor, Dr. Jessica Miller and talked about how much women have increased their drinking over the past year and a half, which guys, I know there's reason like, okay, we were in Corona, but our drinking levels are very much so on par with men's men. I worry about you guys too, because y'all sure can pound down some, fucking beers some drinks like it's a total thing but what's real is getting sources of the liver having liver disease and while that can take definite years to manifest in your body actually the amount that you're drinking can speed that up quickly so if you're pounding bottle after bottle after bottle like you're not 
you're adding years to your liver. You know what I mean? It was incredible to see the images, which I'm going to very much so recommend y'all go and check out that Red Table Talk. To see the images of real livers compared to normal liver. Normal livers to cirrhosis of the liver and what that looks like. What it looks like is, you know, when you get a scab and it gets crusty all over it. Well, imagine that your liver is covered like that because it's irritated. It's inflamed. Your normal liver should be smooth. Like, that's it. It shouldn't look enlarged by any means and it should just be smooth. A lot of people won't recognize when they have liver disease because some of the symptoms of liver disease are yellow eyes and skin, swollen bellies, heavy bleeding from the nose, other areas, vomiting, blood, confusion, nausea, loss of appetite, just feeling like shit. It's very much so you can overlook a lot of those symptoms because they won't all come at once and put them logically to other things, which is why if you indulge in alcohol heavily, you should be senior doctor for sure yearly if not anything else if you're fairly healthy you know what I mean right but what I've seen in a lot of people is that you know alcohol can be a fun way to celebrate things which is fine I mean there's other ways to celebrate things too don't necessarily need alcohol but if you're using alcohol to celebrate things that's totally okay pop the champagne you got a promotion whatever right but how how much is one drink Like, really think about it. You say, oh, I'm only going to have a drink. What is really recognized as having one drink? Well, to the National Institute of Health, their guidance is one shot is one drink. 12 ounces of beer, a can of beer, is one drink. Wine, four to five ounces of wine in a glass, that's one drink. And I know some people try to be cute. Oh, I'm a heavy pour. No, bitch, you're trying to kill me. No, (laughs) you're trying. Like, it's more than that. And guys, that's something I didn't know. I didn't know that this was considered one drink. Like, obviously, I'll even for those margaritas, one one of those pouches, because I made margarita pouches. One of those pouches is more than one drink. It's not just whatever the bartender serving. That's one drink. These are actual guidances with the liters the ounces the you know what whatever the volume content is they have it there and I was actually mind blown I never thought about it and I'm pretty sure none of you guys thought about it either I mean when you say have one beer like one beer is one beer right but how many of you are like well I'm gonna have one beer here and then I have one beer there and have one beer there you're not having just one you have one at every other place which is more than what we should be having And sometimes if you already have liver problems or health problems, having that one drink is too much already. But we don't think about that. I don't think about it. I didn't think about it. And that goes that whole, hey, drinking one glass of wine, red wine is healthy. Actually, according to Dr. Jessica Miller, that one glass of red wine, the data for it goes up and down. Sometimes it says it's healthy. Sometimes it's not healthy. We don't really know. But you know what the equivalent is to that? And I know a lot of people are going to be like, it's not the funnest thing. It doesn't have the same effect on me. That's drinking grape juice. It has the same healthy benefits. And bitches, if you didn't know this, which I know y'all do, and I'm just being sarcastic, wine comes from grapes, okay? So (laughs) let's be real. What I found out was that 
a lot of people, alcohol brings out the truth in a lot of people. And I've talked to many a drunk people, both men and women. And alcohol has definitely been used to hide what the real problems in your life are. Whether that be from you having depression, whether that be from anxiety, real issues that we are hiding from problems in our relationships, whether that be family, love, friends, work, having self-esteem issues. So instead of having therapy or actually just doing the work and figuring out why you feel this way and deal with your feelings, we turn to something else, which is alcohol, which can also be known as addiction. And addiction doesn't necessarily have to be something that's you know, detrimental to our health, you can be addicted to other things than facing your problems. Guys, I, y'all know, I'm just gonna say this time once, utilize therapy, utilize somebody safe to talk to that will just listen if you just need somebody to listen to, or that'll give you advice that you're, you know, you're welcoming to. I preach a lot on that. That's the only time I'm going to preach on that. What makes me upset is that these friends that I have, the friend, not all of them, but some of the friends that I have that are drinking in excessive, not only am I worrying about their health, I worry about their well-being because they are drinking or, and this can go for you. This can go for your friends. Like, think about it. Worrying about how people are getting home after they've been drinking, whether you're at a restaurant, where you go to multiple bars, whether you're at a party, anything. If there's alcohol there and they've been drinking you're wor- and you see them drink an excess amount, you are worrying about how they're getting home. Sometimes for people, you even know that you've drunken or drunken to an excess and you're like, you know what? I know I'm not safe to drive, but you're leaving with other people. And sometimes, and I'm just going to say this because I know of stories and this does happen. Sometimes the people you leave with don't have your best interest at heart and you put yourself in dangerous situations that you don't even remember, that you don't even know of. And you may never remember. And that's very sad. I would hate for the fact for anything malicious to happen to any of my friends or just anybody in general because they were having a good time but that's when you really need to step back and take a look at your at your drinking habits at your abilities like how much is too much for yourself I'm telling you here that one drink and the little diagram I'm telling you about that's two that's one drink is already enough but you have your own tolerance and if you're going to continue what is your tolerance You know, drinking and driving is never a good thing. So if you're driving somewhere, you might as well just Uber somewhere. If you know you're not going to be able to get home, you might as well just carpool with a friend because it is dangerous beyond belief. And I will say that, yes, I have drank and drive. I've been buzzed and drive, drive, driven before. It is very much so irresponsible of me at, you know, today, even when I was younger, like it doesn't matter totally irresponsible and you're not only putting yourself but you're putting other people on the road in danger and I know I sound like a PSA for like what is it Scruff McGruff who's the crime defining dog I don't know but you know what I'm getting at right so mixed in with having your own issues that you're dealing with which they can be from array of different things that you don't want to deal with and you use alcohol to cover them up I 
highly advise you guys to think about about this with your alcohol. So Dr. Jessica Miller did say in that Red Table Talk that she uses CAGE, which are four questions. Obviously, it's an acronym, but four questions to ask yourself when it comes to drinking and whether you need to reevaluate basically what you're doing in life and get it together. So one, do you feel like you need to cut back? Most people would be like, well, how, how do I, how would I know that I need to cut back from drinking? Well, if you got to ask yourself that question, then you probably need to cut back. Like it's just plain and simple. Two, are you annoyed when others criticize your drinking? Guys, this goes on par with just a bunch of other things in life. If you're lying about something and somebody asks you about it, you start getting defensive. You know, this is one of those moments like you become very defensive and you're trying to protect yourself because subconsciously or maybe not subconsciously, you know, ah, might be an issue, but don't fucking tell me how to live my life. You know what I mean? Kind of like how some of you may be feeling right now, like, bitch, you don't drink. Shut the fuck up. Like, you know, hey, whatevs. Three, do you feel guilty for drinking? There are times where you go out, you're drinking and you just feel like, man, you really shouldn't be drinking. Bartender, another round. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then four, do you need an eye opener or a pick me up the next day? Or you're like, man, I drink too much. I need this, you know, whatever, Red Bull coffee. You need something to get you going. Now, let me just tell you, sometimes I feel like I need a damn pick me up just because I stayed up too late. That's a whole different issue. But if it's because you drank, you were drinking. Yeah, it's almost on the verge of like having the hangover or shit. I say even a hangover. If you're drinking to the excess of having a hangover, like guys, let's get it together. Whether you're, if you're listening to this, whether you're not of the legal age of drinking to if you're older than me, you, we got some reevaluating to do. Like we should not be having hangovers. We are going to damage our bodies and our body's a temple. We have one of them. You. If you are very keen on alcohol, I'm telling you, celebrate. Use the chart that Dr. Jessica Miller um, advised that came from the National Institute of Health. I'm going to post it on the Instagram. You know, screenshot it. Send it to somebody. You may know like, hey, check out this shit. This is fucking crazy, right? (laughs) Even if it's just that. Share it on social media. Many people don't know about that. But guys, I'm only preaching this because I want you guys to take care of yourself. Whether you're driving, whether it's your health, whether you may potentially be running from problems that you have, don't use that to cover this up. Get real help for those issues. We all have issues. And I understand. And four, you're putting yourself in dangerous predicaments, male or female, whatever you identify as. Things can happen to you, and I don't want them to happen to you. And one last piece of advice that I will, quote, preach or something. I know it's hard to stop doing something that you're used to. I haven't felt this with alcoholism. I have felt this with just other things in my life. And I know having a habit is hard to quit. Very, very hard. You know, whether it's something that's detrimental to your health or not, quitting habits are bad and you can do it. Take it one day at a time, one step at a time. Have yourself in an accountability partner that's not 
going to like wring your neck every time you fall because you will fall and it happens. But just like Mike, the situation said, the comeback is always greater than the setback. And if you need somebody to hold you accountable or help you, slide up into the DMs. I'm here for you. All right, guys. Now let's lighten the mood a little bit because that was a little, a little deep, right? A little darkish. I think it was a little formative. Anyway, let's get into your joke of the week. I tried to sue the airport for misplacing my luggage. I lost my case. <laughs> guys, it was funny. All right, guys, let's get into what we are watching. Okay, so I'm not going to do any spoilers to this because I respect the sanctity of Marvel and movies in general to not spoil shit because I'm not that person and I will fight you if you think I am. Um, so don't come for me. No, Black Widow. Oof, guys, my opinion, and I'm going to say this, and I've said this to many people, I actually... Sorry, it was kind of dramatic, right? I actually didn't have high expectations for it because I'm like, Black Widow, what do you do? You just have some guns, like, you know, Captain America, you know, I mean, for me, okay? Obviously, we know I'm very biased when it comes to, like, Captain America. It was incredible, and it kept me glued to the screen the entire time. Watched it at the Draft House on Friday with Adam. Incredible. If you haven't seen it, bleh. if you haven't seen it, see it. And if you have, hit me up in the DMs because I've seen it and like, oh my God, I, I want to go see it again. Like, guys, where you at? We going or what? I know we already said, let's do it. Now, what I haven't watched yet, which, which I'm going to watch today is Space Jam, the new one, which is on HBO Max. Now, I didn't really care because, all right, all right, my guys are going to come for me, but I don't like LeBron. I'm sorry, I don't care for LeBron. I just don't. We can get into this and have a whole little sports segment, but I just do not like LeBron, right? It's not even about his hairline, like, let's be real. But I did see a clip from TikTok and Michael B. Jordan's in it. <laughs> and that man can act. I don't know how long he's in the movie. But anyway, so we're about to see that. We're going to get a little review on Space Jam real quick because y'all know old Space Jam was kicking it with the songs and everything. And I don't know, you know, just animation was different then. It just seemed better. Now it's very animated. I don't know. Go figure. What am I expecting? It's a fucking cartoon movie. Real quick, that new show, Sexy Beast, that I talked about a couple, well, it's beginning of June, is coming out this week. Get ready. Because I'm definitely talking about it. So you better be up on it. Like episode one or however. I don't know how they're releasing them. Or if it's coming out in a thing. But I'm getting into it. Because I need to talk about that. Now guys. This is on Netflix. It's called Fear Street. Part 1. 1994. It's on Netflix. What is it about? It's a circle of teenage friends. Accidentally encounter the ancient evil. Responsible for a series of brutal murders. That have plagued their town. For over 300 years. Welcome to Shadyside. Guys, if you're unfamiliar with Fear Street, some of you may feel like, oh, I, is this like related to, um, what is the guy with the nails? Um, Freddy Krueger. No, it's not. This is actually kind of hand with, um, do you remember Goosebumps, the series? They had a thing called Fear Street and that's what that's about. If you're unfamiliar with it, let me go ahead and drop you this trailer. Mm-hmm. 
exactly why you have no friends. Look, some gal killed a bunch of people at the mall last night. Holy shit. Another shady side tragedy. Fits the narrative, right? Sarah Fear's back. Christ, not you two. There's no angry dead witch. The only thing that made him go crazy is this town. The dude was wearing a Halloween skull mask. How is that not fun? Guys, I think there's someone in the woods. We're together for one night, and Dick, they're trying to kill us. Maybe we are doomed. She was so sexy, but so crazy. Normal bitches don't bleed black blood. You can't stop it. So if you're unfamiliar with any of this, right, this is the first time you've known about it, there are going to be different parts. So this one is part one, 1994. They have two other parts, which is part two, which comes out July 9th, which is already out. And their other part, which comes out this week, which is part three, and that comes out July 16th. And it goes back in time and all and honestly. So I think it's probably going to give us a little more insight to what happens. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but check it out. Alright guys, and this is something I've been waiting for is American Horror Stories. Now this is going to be on Hulu um, slash FX and their new season comes out. Actually, if you're listening to this when this drops on Wednesday, it comes out tomorrow, Thursday, July 15th. If you're not familiar with it, they have many, many seasons right now. Um, those are actually available on Netflix so you can go ahead and catch up and they all reflect one. So like you would need you need to watch all of them okay like i'm just saying like they're all really good so from this trailer i'm getting a very much so a good mix of like season one um and literally almost every season um here's the trailer you've heard all the stories about what happened here right yeah like amityville horror on crystal meth about the effect of violent content on our society. Holy I'm sorry, that was dark. I went dark. I apologize. There's so many wonderful ways to make people suffer. If that doesn't make you excited, I don't know what does. I mean, um, Okay, so just be warned, there's gore, there's sex, there's nudity, you're gonna see a titty or so, like, calm down, okay, so maybe don't watch with your kids if that, if you're worried about it, but y'all should watch that shit, that's all I'm saying. Alright guys, and this is what we're watching, and what we'll be, we will be watching. Alright guys, so this, what I'm gonna tell you guys is definitely one for another topic 
but I kind of just wanted to give you all a reminder because I know a lot of us, we go through a lot, we deal with a lot, whether from work, whether from just personal life, whether just the hustle and the grind of what we're trying to do in our lives to do something that we love and enjoy. So I found this post on Instagram and it spoke to me 100%. So I thought it would resonate and speak with a lot of you guys. Not everyone's going to succeed when they're young. We need more people who don't give up. If you feel certain you're on the right path, don't give up when you don't find success right away. Early in life, success stories make for good headlines, but that kind of success is rare. Most people succeed because they try and fail and try and fail and try again. We need more people who keep going, even as they get older and face challenges. We need you. And guys, there's somebody, unfortunately, that's younger than us (laughs) that needs us. And for the people that are older than for people like me in the 30s, we need them. We need to know that it's okay to keep going. It's okay to keep hustling. It's okay to keep grinding. It's okay to fail and keep trying. So guys, whatever it is that you're doing in life, no matter the circumstances, keep going. I know you're there. You're almost there. You're going to make it. All right, guys, I will talk to you next time. I think, oh my God, this weekend, I'm just going to hang out by the pool, poolside, and eat some watermelon because I am so tired and I need to get my life together and just relax. So friends, you coming over? Because that's what I'm about. All right, guys, let me know if you're coming. (laughs) Have fun. Bye. Hey guys, the fun doesn't stop here. Make sure you're following us at the link in the bio. And yes, we are on all the things.